the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. It's a blessing to be able to gather this morning, to be able to hear nature, the birds sing glory to our God, also to hear man's creation roving on the roads, giving glory to God as much as it's possible. This morning, we have a commemoration of the Holy Apostle Luke, the evangelist, the writer of the Gospel according to St. Luke, and of the book of the Acts of the Apostles. The Kentuckian for St. Luke talks about him as his uh, profession life as a physician, that he uh, has, as an apostle and evangelist, special abilities as a physician, not of the body, but a physician of the soul. And so, let us enter into the operation room with St. Luke, and especially attend this morning to the parable of the sower. You all are probably familiar with the parable of the sower. A sower goes out to seed, and there's various ground upon which the the seed falls upon. Everyone who hears this parable, because this is a parable, when they first heard it, they are confused because the parables of our Lord are shrouded, they're veiled, they are a mystery, they are something that has to be revealed, something that has to be lived. And those who have ears to hear, they will hear it. And those who do not have the ears to hear, they will walk along scratching their heads, confused, maybe even a little frustrated with the waste of time. The disciples ask our Lord, okay, what does this mean? You always talk in all these stories and these parables and we don't understand you. And our Lord with this parable actually breaks it down for us and is given for us to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. The seed is the word of God, the proclamation of the kingdom, but especially our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, the word, the definite word from the Father to humanity, to creation. The seed comes into the world, and there are those who hear, who receive the word. I think this is something to note. All of the ground that is noted here The seed actually falls on the ground, and there's something that actually happens on the ground. It's not uh, that these grounds are different types of people, and that actually at the end are the Christians, and that we have those who uh, have fallen away, those who were never able to actually understand the word. But I think we need to fully understand the ground upon which the seed falls is our heart. And that at different times in our life, or at different stages in our struggle, we actually fall underneath all of these types of grounds. We have the one ground, that is, the seed comes, but also the devil comes, and he takes away the word out of the heart. We have the seed that falls on rocky ground, They initially receive the word with great joy, but no root forms. 
They're around for a while, but when temptation comes, they fall away. And then there is the thorny ground. Those who have heard, but life and all of its cares, but especially the pleasurable things of life, draw them away and their fruit never actually grows to maturity. And then we have the good ground, the ground that hears the word of God with a noble and good heart and keep it and bear it with patience. This morning I would like for us to unlock these different grounds and the challenges that they present to us through the word and the virtue of patience. Patience is one of the virtues upon which we maybe uh, have it lower on our list of virtues. But patience, I submit this morning, actually unlocks many of the ways for the grounds, uh, the ground that we do not want to be, the way forward, the way for us to create the good ground that hears the word, keeps it, and bears the fruit. The ground where the devil comes is the ground in our hearts when we receive the word of God and something comes and inches its way into our heart that does not come from God, that maybe comes from our past experiences, our wounds, but always comes from the devil. It's anything that keeps us away from God and from the kingdom. I'm sure we've all experienced, we come to liturgy on a Sunday morning, and by, I don't know, right after dinner on a Sunday evening, it feels like liturgy was a week ago already, because of all the things that we have encountered and struggled with. Maybe a voicemail from someone that we haven't heard from in two or three years, but who heard us two or three years ago. Maybe it is something where an encounter that we had with our boss, with a coworker, with our spouse, with our child, maybe someone at coffee hour, maybe even something father said. And it gets our hearts worked up. Anxiety enters into the picture. What if, what if, what if that means that? Does that mean that I'm accepted? Does that mean that I'm loved? Does that mean that I'm not wanted, that I need to go somewhere else? The devil comes in, takes the word before it has any chance to grow, and absconds with it, leaves. And where are we left with? We're left with no seed. We're left with alienation. We're left with nothing. And usually this does not end up with us uh, patiently enduring this. Usually this ends up with us on a downward spiral. It's like the, the domino effect. The evil thoughts, the thoughts of us not belonging, the thoughts of maybe God doesn't love me, all of these kind of things that are introduced by the devil, they come and it's like a domino effect. The, the thought comes and before you know it, we're paralyzed. We're dead. There's nothing for us to do. We've succumbed. There's no struggle. The seed has been taken. Patience is to hear the word of God, to hear the word of the devil, 
and to stand your ground. To hear all that comes from the devil that wants to undermine, take away the seed, take away the closeness, the love of God, and undermine it. Patiently, we hear the devil. We say, I've seen you before. I know what you're going to say. And we repeat to ourselves the word of God. The word that contradicts the devil. The word that gives life. The word that makes the devil go the other way. Our heart might also be rocky. And there are times where it's not the devil that throws off the word of God and our acceptance of it, our living into the kingdom. But in fact, we hear the word and we go away rejoicing. We go away and we are set on fire. We're ready to take on the struggle of the world. We're ready to love unconditionally, to forgive unconditionally, to actually engage in our warfare with all the things that are entangling us. But instead of Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening, it's Monday morning. The alarm clock goes off and the joy that we had on Sunday seems a week away. Now we have the work week. Now we have the same old stuff that we've had to deal with. Now the word of God has not set root. It is not dug deep into us. It's as if it was a mile away. By Monday afternoon, the temptations that we were resolved to fight, we've already given in to them. The temptations that come against us, they destroy us. The joy that we had has fallen. And now we're back to the rocky ground. We're back to the same old, same old. We're back to the daily grind. The patience that is required of us is what we find in the book of James, the epistle of James. And I encourage you to pick up, if you want a practical handbook in the New Testament for what a life in Christ is like outside of the Sermon on the Mount, pick up, pick up the book of James. For you should be ready for the temptations. You should be ready for the fact of Monday morning, even though I know it always seems like the weekend is going to swallow up the pain of the work week. But we must be ready and patiently and joyously encountering our temptations and the life that we have in this world because of the word of God. The thorny ground is the ground that is probably the most pernicious, the most uh, that creeps up on us. It's the one that is a constant to patiently endure the cares, the riches, and the pleasures of this life. For heaven seems really far away. The kingdom and its consummation seems very far away. On a Sunday afternoon or a Monday morning or a Monday afternoon or a Tuesday or a Wednesday, when there's bills to pay 
or when there's so much things in this life to enjoy, to get distracted by, to immerse ourselves in, and to tell the word of God, the seed that was planted, I'll water you, I'll put some fertilizer on you, you know, maybe when Lent comes, that'll be the time that I really tend to this garden and to the ground. But the cares, the riches, and the pleasures of life choke out the seed. The joy of the gospel is lost. And we return to life and the struggle of life. And let's be honest, the rat race that can be life. Patience at its heart is faith. For patience is a hinges upon, is completely grounded in our ability to believe the Word of God, to believe and trust in Jesus Christ, to defend ourselves against the onslaught of the one who roars about the earth seeking us to devour us, the devil. Patience is to have faith in the face of temptation, no matter what it is, that we will rejoice, that we know that the temptation, that we expect the temptation, and that that temptation will burn away all of the impurities of our heart. That our faith will be patiently awaiting heaven, finding heaven and the kingdom of God amongst this life, To value what is truly valuable. Not the riches, not the glitz, not the glamour, not the pleasures of life. Which, as our Lord, when he was talking about the Pharisees, but I think is a fair uh, image for the pleasures of this life, are whitewashed tombs. It's like a corpse with lipstick. The good ground, the ground that we want the heart that we want will patiently endure, will patiently have belief in God, will patiently rejoice even in the midst of temptation, and will patiently and earnestly grow a sense of hope even in the midst of all of the rush, glamour, lies of this world and of this life. Brothers and sisters, we can be the good ground. We can keep the word, the seed. We can bear fruit. But we need the patience to be able to withstand, to let the roots grow, and for us to be turned towards the heavens instead of all the cares and things of this life that shackle us. May God, through the prayers of St. Luke the Apostle, give us patience, give us the faith to have the patience to endure for the sake of our God. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.